What is up, motherfuckers? It's Monday. We're here. We're ready. Everyone's microphones are kind of figured out. Let's get into this. Obviously, we're starting with our pit and peak of the week. And honestly, this week, I think we have to start with Bridget. I agree. (sighs) Okay, well, for someone who is probably having the least excited life right now, I have got some pretty funny pits and peaks. Oh, let's hear. Well, okay. So I'm still at Fort Knox, setting the scene right there. I leave Thursday morning, thank goodness, so I'm almost done. But my pit and peak, well, I have two, two pits, but my pit and peak that like kind of coincide all happened last Tuesday. So last Tuesday, we were still finishing like our in-processing. So it's just like a bunch of paperwork, a bunch of like random briefs um, and just like boring stuff. But we knew going into it that like Tuesday night at 6 p.m. was going to be like our only like nighttime thing we had to do. And they said it was going to be height and weight. So (laughs) yeah, Um, for anyone that doesn't know, I always get scared around height and weight because I'm always right on like the cusp and it's never like I'm going to fail. They just like have to take you and like tape your like thighs, your neck, like your stomach. Like it's just a process and like, it's just a little uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm like, okay, so Tuesday, I'm just going to like not eat a lot. I'm going to like work out in between breaks, just go on like runs and just like drink water and like sweat it out. Okay. So by the time 6 PM rolls around, I'm pretty hangry. I'm not happy at all. Um, and they come to tell us like, Oh no, not high and weight. Like it's going to be a drug test. So I'm like, okay. So I literally just starved myself for the entire day to not even get weighed, whatever. I was pretty upset and I was pretty hungry, but the good thing was I did have to pee really badly because take like really long because every single person has to pee and you get like one-on-one, like someone is literally in the stall with you, like watching you pee. It's my favorite thing ever. It's, you know, and to sidebar this, yes, Erin has 1000% taken a shit during one of her pestas. I have not yet. Erin, there's a lot to unpack there, but we're just going to keep moving on. I have no words. So my pit was definitely like just starving myself basically the whole day, which is, I don't condone it. Obviously I think the army needs to change their height and weight standards because I'm, I'm a pretty fit person. I'm not like very overweight. I just got a lot of junk in the trunk and I got some chunky thighs. Like, what are you going to do? But I can still run fast anyways. (laughs) So I get done with the piss test. And like th- that was probably the most annoying part was that like they were taking so long to do it and I had to pee so freaking bad. So that was a pet. And like, I was just like really, really hungry too. So I knew I was like, I'm going to treat myself. Even when I thought it was height and weight, I was like, I'll just treat myself to like Domino's pizza after this height and weight piss test, whatever it was going to be. So me and my friend, Abby, we both, she kind of is in the same boat as me, like where she was, she's like always right on like the cusp of like being overweight or like in inside the weight standards. So we had like the same plan. So we are, we put in Domino's to our phone, we're driving and we realize we're going to have to leave posts if we want to go get Domino's. 
And for some reason, our like people in charge of us were like, you are not allowed to leave posts. Like, I don't care what counseling statement you sign. I don't care. You're not allowed to like drink alcohol, even if you're 21 and you're not allowed to leave posts. Like it's not authorized, not okay. Turned out it was fine. He was just like using a scare tactic, but whatever. So we're like, oh, we can't leave posts. Like they're going to like, no, like they're, we don't, whatever. Like we can't. So we were like, okay, um, well like, let's just look around what's on post. Like what's open right now. Everything on post closes at six 30. <laughs> so it's like eight o'clock now there's nothing open. And we're like, well, we got to order something. We got to get some fucking food. So we end up like, we're like, okay, we'll order Domino's. We'll wait for it. No matter how hungry we are, like whatever. We don't know the address to our like barracks room. Like there's no address for us to put in. And like when you put in that, you're going to be like delivering food to a military installation. They have you put in like the building that it is. And our barracks were not on there. Like no building that was close to our barracks was on there. So we were like, what the hell do we do? I don't know any of these buildings. So we end up going to the golf course. <laughs> and we, we just stake out in the golf course and wait for the Domino's person to come, which probably took about like 40 minutes. So that 40 minutes rolls around and I get a call from a random like Kentucky number. And I'm like, all right, this is our delivery driver. And he's like, hello. I'm like, hi, is this Domino's? And he's like, this is Juan. I'm like, okay, hi Juan, are you our Domino's driver? Yes, um, where are you? Uh, well, we're actually at the golf course. We're literally the only car in the golf course parking lot. And you'll just see two girls like standing outside the car, like waving you down. Juan's like, okay, but how will I know which car it is? And I'm like, Juan, I'm not going to lie to you. If you do not see us, you're completely blind because we are the only car in this golf course. And we are two little like adolescent girls who look really angry. And so Juan is like, oh, yep, I see you guys right now. He pulls up, I get my Domino's and we eat it outside the car parking lot of the freaking golf course. And it was definitely my peak. So a lot of scary, but that day was just so chaotic because of how freaking hungry I was. And it was just like the greatest moment of my life eating that pizza and cheese bread and freaking downing a root beer. I was like, this is so great. So, um, yeah, that, that was my pit and peak. I hope you enjoyed. It was a chaotic day. That just like shows you how interesting the army is, which is not interesting whatsoever. Yeah, no, I agree. I just, it's hilarious how like, this girl is going like combat armed. She is like the most like in shape human I've ever met. And she had to literally like not eat that day because we're nervous about being overweight. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, and yeah, but no, turned out it was just drug tests and yeah, uh, totally insane, chaotic. A woman is just straight up watching me tinkle with my pants completely around my ankle, you can fully see the cooter. It is what it is. I love that for you. I, I hate it. Know. Like, I hated every second of that. Okay, Maggie, you got to spru- spruce things up, baby. Okay. Well, I'll start with my pit, obviously, because you got to get the worst over first. 
So my last week, I just, again, was running off of no sleep because I had my pharmacy rotation Monday through Friday. I had to get there at 8 a.m. Eastern time where I live on Central time. So I was just a cranky individual running off of limited sleep. And then my last day was Friday and right from like my rotation, I had to go work. So I literally drove from my rotation to work on Friday and then worked all day Saturday and worked all day Sunday and just not, not fun. So I would say my pit was my entire shift on Saturday. I had to work a double. So I had to get there at like 1030 and I left around like 930. So I was there for 11 hours and the entire day was just a day of like shitty occurrences that just like kept happening. And I don't know even like how to explain it, but like being in the serving industry, like I bet my sisters would understand, like it's never like one big event that happens. It's always like the little things, like there's just numerous of them that just keep building up that you're like, literally fuck this. So around like 5 p.m., I was working with this other bartender all day and we literally just looked at each other being like, we hate our lives. Like this has been... I don't know what was in the air today, but it was horrible. So my pit was definitely that Saturday. I was just tired and everything just kept going wrong. And I was like, literally, fuck this. So we'll move on to my peak of the week. I actually have two. So I'm going to say both of them. I am moving at the end of this month. I have to like move to a new house. And up until Friday, we didn't know if we were going to get early move in. So I have to be out of my current house on July 31st. And I originally wasn't going to be moving in until August 4th into this new place. And the amount of stress that has just been building up in my life over this has been horrible because we put in an application for early move-in back in like May. And we haven't heard anything from the housing like place saying that if we got it or not. So it's like mid-July now and I'm, I'm am I going to be homeless for four days with all my furniture? Like, and I have to make plans on how to move. So I have been so stressed. And on Friday, I was at my rotation. So it was my last day anyways. And I get an email saying, congratulations, you have early move in, you can move in on the 30th, like all this stuff. So just the amount of like relief I had on that from that was just undescribable. And now I don't have to be homeless for four days, which is a huge peak in my life. And my other peak is that my one of my best friends, she was my freshman year roommate, Mary Michelle was in Auburn for the weekend. And I got to see her Sunday morning. We went to breakfast together. And whenever we go and like catch up, it is always like an ordeal. We always have so much to catch up on. So we spent like around two and a half hours sitting at this breakfast place, eating great food and just spilling so much tea, like so much just things that should not be said in public said in this nice little restaurant in Auburn, Alabama. So seeing her was definitely another peak of my week. And that's my pit and peak. Aaron. I love it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll start with my pit and then we end on a high note. My pit was a hundred percent just today in general. Um, I went back to work, you know, it's Monday and it just started out chaotic. Like I, I just was an angry, angry elf today, you know, like no one could make me happy. I hated my life. Disclaimer, I do think Aaron is going through alcoholism, like withdrawal now. <laughs> Maybe because like, I'm just, I, yeah, whatever, you know, it is what it is. But like, I think I'm just at the point where I'm like, I'm ready to get to South Carolina. So I'm just like, so over everything here in Texas. And it was like fucking hot again today. So I'm profusely sweating. That's why I needed to shower when I got home. Like, you know. 
miserable. It's just so hard when you're working a job that you're just not passionate about and you're around people that like you can't relate to. Like it's just, it's a little depressing. You know what I mean? But I find ways to make it better. Like I changed a light bulb today and that was fun. <laughs> changed a light bulb. People. Like, you know, taxes are going towards. It was no, just Aaron, I actually have another thing that happened. Quick story that I'll tell you after you're done, but it's also going to make you quite upset. Yeah, see that I don't want to hear it because I'm already kind of in a bad mood. So like, no, you do know. But let me talk about my peak because then it'll make me in a happy mood. So a big thing to do in Austin is something called floating the river, and I've been hearing about it for a while. And I'm like, I really want to do this, but you know, didn't really. I'm just like, oh, you get a tube and you just you know go down this river, and I don't know. I didn't think much of it. Oh, it is a whole ordeal. Okay, you are floating for like five plus hours and like so many people are floating with you and we had a group of like 20 people so we had to like tie all the tubes together we had like coolers we had speakers and people like tent along this river like they set up camp and they're like throwing you jello shots and throwing you drinks and like trying to squirt like they have like a spray bottle and they're trying to like spray liquor in your mouth it was like the most unreal experience that I could and it was so ratchet but like you're in the water for five hours the greatest part was like you don't have to like get up to go to the bathroom you're just peeing in the river so like it was just amazing you know Um, peeing in the river and I got sun too like you know how much I love like being in a bathing suit getting outside like being in the sun so it was just I was thriving um so that was in my bathing suit and Bridget's bathing suit that I didn't tell her I stole. <laughs> Bridget FaceTimed me like as she was on the way. And I was like, oh, you look cute. Like whatever. And she's like, yeah, this is Bridget's bathing suit. And I'm not going to be happy when I post a picture. And I'm simply wearing it. And I was like, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> I just like liked the bathing suit a lot. And I had to take it. Like it just. Like I get it. But it's just like you literally took the tags off it. Like I had not even worn it yet. I just got it. So that's a little messed. I don't know. Like, I'm just... It's fine. Just Venmo her for it, Erin. It's basically yours. Exactly. You do like buying the clothes off of people's back. I know. You do that in Tennessee. Yeah, and I'm going to wear that dress to that wedding in two weekends. And you should. But, like, honestly, with how many loans Erin has given me over the years, I'm just going to let her have this one. That's true. Yeah. All right, Shaughnessy, let's hear you. Last but not least... Oh, goody. Um, I'll start with my pet. Mine's kind of boring because I worked every day this week. Um, so I guess my pet was working three doubles. That sucked. Um, Wait, it wasn't you having to kill a squirrel today? What? Or losing your voice? No, no. And the squirrel story is a different time, okay? I feel very sensitive about that. Um, although I know I did the right thing by putting it out of its misery, I did not know that I was going to go to bed innocent and wake up a killer. Um, but anyways, a murderer. Thank you for bringing that up, Maggie. Um, not really. Yeah. So my pit was definitely just like working those doubles because that sucked and I was really tired. But my peak was this weekend because I got to work the pride festival in Rochester at the beer tent and I literally it was the most incredible experience of my life like just so much freaking fun and then 
I worked a music festival in Rochester on Sunday doing the same thing, just handing out beers. And that was also so fun because it's just, it was a great time. I got to see live music for free and get paid while doing it. Um, so yeah, that was definitely my peak. But yeah, thank you, Maggie, for bringing up the squirrel that I really did not want to address. Um, like your story was so funny because it's you literally like just describing how you had to kill this squirrel and then the next one is just you listening to like it's more than a fee <laughs> yeah I, I was like for- what is going on <laughs> so now that you now that you ask um for anyone listening you know that we have a squirrel problem I hope to god everyone knows that by now so one of the squirrels today woke up DJ's in the backyard looking really distressed. And I'm like, what's going on? I walk out and the squirrel has its neck broken and it like got out of the trap. And CJ's freaking out. He's Lord, like, what do we do? Like, I was like, I mean, did you talk to our dad, Tom? And he was like, yeah, like he's going to come home and kill it. And I was like, CJ, we cannot let this thing like just literally die for that the time being and he was like and i was like we gotta kill it and cj was like no like he was like i don't want to do that and i was like okay like whatever i'll do that so i basically this is just this is awful i basically got the squirrel on the grass and i just took a shovel and i just whacked the shit out of that squirrel Mm. (laughs) like multiple times squirrel died pretty quick yeah um but honestly it did like it really made me feel weird and like although I know I did the right thing it felt really weird so I did listen to more than a feeling by Boston after and I paid tribute to the squirrel <laughs> he said this one's for you squirrel pour one out for a real one and Tom came home and buried the squirrel so I feel like you know I feel like it was a good um it was good, but it still was traumatizing, and I didn't want to talk about that, but thank you very much. Jeez, Maggie. <laughs> you like anything for you, Shaughnessy. I just yeah. wanted to hear you have to say it again. Yeah, that was trauma. Shawnee's a but squirrel murderer. You are. You know, if you're listening to this, arrest her. Uh-huh. Literally, someone's got to. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I guess it's time for our guest. It is beyond time, because he is getting antsy. Dude, he's gonna come on. Like, he is gonna come on hooting and hollering, yelling and yipping. Like, can we just warn everyone that he is the definition of chaos? So, like, we we don't we don't condone it, <laughs> but no, we also aren't. I wouldn't even say he's the definition of chaos. I would say he is literally the biggest drama king you will ever oh, meet in your life. That's so true. drama. So drama. Like, he's literally. the biggest, like, you tell him anything, a hundred people are going to know. Like, oh that my God. loves to spill it. And I'm like, go for it. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. So without further ado, we have one of our closest friends on the podcast today. To set the scene, I have known this man since kindergarten. We went, we had the privilege of going to school together from kindergarten all the way up until 12th grade. Yes, through senior year of high school. Um, We dated off and on from fifth grade all the way to eighth grade. He was my first kiss and now he is 
part of the family. My mom calls him her fourth son. And every time he comes over, she is reluctant to make him a panini. She needs to do it. So without further ado, we have the one and only Luke motherfucking score zone. It's uh, it's an honor to be here. Um, I would also like to say that I might be the fourth brother, but I'm also the eighth sibling. Um, I feel like that would have been a better introduction, but it's fine. We can work on it for next time. Anonymous, like what? No, it's not because there could be there could be a woman that's higher than me as the eighth sibling, and that's just not true. I am the eighth sibling, woman or man. No one comes before me. Like I, I just I don't know where sex came into this, but like, mm-hmm. like we, why did you immediately log on and choose to be dramatic? <laughs> well, you. listen, Drama. here's here's the problem. Here's the problem. Again, we have people out there women included that think that they're higher than me on the Flaherty family sibling list. And it's just not true. So I figured I'd come in and set the record straight immediately. Okay. He's absolutely right though. There is no one above him. That mm-hmm. is, Thank I you, mean, Maggie. I appreciate that. Yeah, that is true. I mean, it, it, it's, it's Luke. All right. <laughs> it's Luke. So... First of all, I say this because I'd like to just call out Chubbs immediately. She was the one that said it at, at, uh, where were we? Wherever we were. <laughs> And I just wanted to make sure that she understood who's who's truly up there. That's all. Luke really wanted to just establish his grounds right away. He really mm-hmm. did. Calling out Chubbs early and often. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a bold move, but we respect mm-hmm. it. All right. So to start this off, we are going to start with Maggie Shaughnessy and Bridget giving their favorite memories of Luke because... I have a little bit of a leg up because I've known Luke a little longer and we have gone through some serious shit. So I'm going to let them start off and then we'll dive into Luke and I. So who wants to start? Shawnee? I legitimately, the only one pops like out in my brain and this was very recently and I think Luke knows what I'm about to say. So we, we all went to, uh, just like a restaurant um, in Rochester or whatever. And we were all hanging out and I wa- and we walk in and Luke and Dylan were there for a little bit. And I don't even think I got a chance to just like get, even get a hello out to Luke. And he just goes, why do you look 75 years old? You look <laughs> like my mother. <laughs> and I literally was just like, oh my God, this is like having a fourth sister. <laughs> I'm like, well, that is exactly first of all, what Aaron you have, said. First of all, Shaughnessy, it's great to hear your voice. First. Second, um, you did look 75. You looked like you could have been my mother. So I didn't say anything wrong. You had your slicked back hair. I don't know what got into you that night, but listen, I'm just going to spit out the truth to you. And uh, you could and have been older is, than my mother. The thing is, I totally took his advice and I've never done a slicked back ponytail till like I haven't done one since then because that traumatized me and I was like yeah Luke wouldn't lie to me Uh, you're welcome exactly (laughs) so that that stuck out to me when you asked a story for Luke I know it was recent but it was just it was literally like having a fourth sister because that's something Aaron probably has said to me before true okay Bridget So I'm kind of frustrated because I knew I should have wrote in or like written down my memory of Luke, but whatever. I, uh, I have backups. (laughs) I actually have two (laughs) that are backups. 
Well, okay. So let's just make it known that Luke has like literally like the weirdest fetish for Peyton Manning. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would call it weird. He's just the greatest person of all time. And I wish he was my dad. <laughs> but, like, I am very convinced that you like, like would like intimate relationship with him. Oh, I would. Weird. Yeah. No, that's yeah. yeah. Okay. So for my graduation this year, I don't know why Luke didn't come. Like, it's just, like, known that, like, Luke is invited to literally any gathering we have. Like, he's our sibling. So, like, it, I, I just didn't even, like, occur, occur to me that, like, he wasn't coming until everyone was in Knoxville and Luke wasn't there. And I was like, what, what the hell is going on? Kind of fucked up. Kind of fucked up. Yeah, no, truly. Like, he just, whatever. But so I texted him and I was like, I'm so going to fuck with him to make him like literally be so sad. Like I want him to be upset that he's not here. So I texted him and Peyton Manning is my commencement speaker. So how do you feel that you didn't make the trip down? And he said, I'm literally reading verbatim what he wrote to me. (laughs) He said, I didn't catch the fucking invite. I'm so mad at you. You have no idea how angry I am with you. Drama. 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 And I said, like, what the fuck? You think I invited Dylan? You would catch an invite before Dylan. You you should just always know that you're flirty and you're always invited. And he said, I wasn't even informed by Dylan or you that this was the weekend you were graduating. And I said, okay, well, you should definitely keep tabs. And also, I'm completely kidding. Peyton Manning Manning is not my commencement speaker. And this is how he chooses to respond. (laughs) When you get home, we are fighting to the death. One of us has to die. I don't even care who. But I cannot be on the same planet as you anymore. (laughs) I don't even care who. And I said, that's fair. And he said, choose your weapon. I choose John Snow's sword. And Mm -hmm. that is when I stopped talking to him. Because, like, why was that his response? Yes. Well, it's it's simple. Who wouldn't want to kill Bridget with John Snow's sword? I just don't understand. (laughs) That's an easy one. Second of all, (laughs) second of all, Bridget, fuck you. Um, (laughs) It hurt bad. I'm not going to lie. She said Peyton Manning was the commencement speaker and... Lotta, I was I was ready to jump on a flight right there. I'm going to I was start. I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to look up a flight. I'll go down and see Peyton. I don't even care if Bridget's there. Um, and then it all got taken from me in in 20 seconds later. So it hurt is all yeah. I say. Well, like it turns out, Luke, that it would have been smart of you to do that if he was the commencement speaker, because I didn't even make it to my graduation. So like mm-hmm. that would have even been better for you that I wasn't even there. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, that would have made no relevance to me if you were there or not, if Peyton Manning was speaking. Okay, but I also have another memory, and this is, like, from, like, little Luke, when he was, like, when him and Aaron were, like, on and off dating. And I don't know why. I'll remember this forever. Mm -hmm. But it also has to do with Luke's music taste, so we all know this is Oh, God. So, I don't know if you guys remember. You definitely do. But... Every single Labor Day weekend, we would go to one of, like, the Lake Ontario beaches. I'm, I think it, it's called, like, Fairfield Beach or something, like, or, like, Hamlin. I don't know. We would always go there, and we'd always, like, 
vibe the fuck out when we were younger. We would play so many games and it would just be like a huge Labor Day like party at the at the freaking beach on Lake Ontario. <laughs> yes. So Luke came with us one year and I want to say this is probably like sixth grade. And like the way that he and Aaron were functioning, like you would have thought this was like a couple that was like about to leave like for college, like this is how like distraught they were over them leaving <laughs> St. Rita's <laughs> and going on to middle school. Where and we attended the same we school. We went to the same school. Yeah. <laughs> the same exact school. So there, Erin like always did this thing where she like did not like hanging out with Luke when he was hanging out with like our brother Dylan. Like she was like always annoyed that he would like play or whatever do shit with dylan <laughs> play with dylan throws <laughs> <laughs> before hoes they would play it was play dates at this point <laughs> but so we were at the beach this one time and it was a point in time when aaron and luke were dating but aaron refused to talk to luke the entire day the entire day. And Luke was like upset. Luke was in his feels. Dylan was annoyed as shit because he's like, how the hell am I still dealing with this? <laughs> and mind you, this is only like year freaking two into their like five-year love affair. <laughs> and I just remember like Luke is upset. He's talking like me and Maggie about it for some reason. Drama. We took two cars to the beach. So on the way home, I just remember this was the time in our lives that best I ever had came out. <laughs> so that was playing like this is the worst. radio. And Luke is like singing it like, as hard as he can. And you can just tell this man is in his feels. Like he thinks he's losing Aaron for good. They're going off to middle school, even though they're going to the same school. And he thinks it's just over. And I will remember that until the day I die. Because it just perfectly sums up Luke's drama <laughs> and Aaron's fucking craziness. Luke said, baby, you my everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a comment for that one. There's nothing I can respond to that. <laughs> I love it. All right, um, McGuire, let's hear yours. I feel like mine's not like one like definite moment of Luke. It's more of just kind of like this whole year of my freshman year of high school and that was when Luke was a junior and Dylan was a senior and we would all drive to school together and we would pack Dylan, Aaron, me, Luke, and Bridget into Dylan's shitty 2002 red Saturn and it would be Aaron and Dylan in the front and then me, Bridget, and Luke just squished in the back and there would be like certain days where Luke would get the aux cord and it would always be him just playing his fruity music again with his music taste and that's honestly my best memories of Luke is whenever he was on aux I was always loving it like post to be was always on cue when he was on aux <laughs> I mean you get post to be going to you get post to be going at 7 a.m talking about eating ass like groceries and there's <laughs> I mean, if you're not ready for school at that point, like, I don't know what can possibly get you ready for school. Those car rides were honestly, like, legendary because we used to do, what was it, like, Lil Dicky Fridays? No, Lonely Lonely Island. Island Lonely Island Fridays. Lonely Island Fridays. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it was like if it was your birthday, you got to you got the ox and you got the ox for the one day of the year. <laughs> we really would squat up on the way to school, like, and it it was just amazing. So didn't you have to pay Dylan like a dollar a day? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then I proceeded to pick Luke up too. Right. Oh, because, yeah. yeah, no, because my, uh, in the middle of senior year, my uh, 2001, whatever Honda Odyssey minivan broke down in the middle of Dewey Ave. Transmission just gave out right on Dewey Ave. So that Not was the exciting. And, yeah, yeah. That car really then, was the F shack. Yeah. And then uh, next thing you know, Aaron's picking me up for school. Wouldn't you know? He texted me saying, "Ooh, I need your help." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Said, wow, what are the odds? Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. well, I'm gonna give my favorite memory of Luke, and it's a little different than your guys's favorite memory. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna throw back to little Luke too. All right, so we're gonna throw back to sixth grade, and this was the last week of school. And Luke, I'm not sure if you remember this, but we probably, I, I want to say it was like our first fight that we had ever gotten in, right? So, like, we got in a fight. Of course, we made up, but like, you were feeling generous after this because, you know, I think you felt bad about the fight, which was the only time you ever felt bad. And he came to school then. Oh, we also got into a fight over um, email because that was our primary means of communication. Um, but yeah, we got into a fight, came into school the next day, and I will never forget. Like, those memories when you were so little that you remember so vividly, this is one of them. I was sitting in the back of our sixth grade classroom on the computers with, I think, like, Aaron Buckley and Travis Moran. And Luke came up to me with this, like, blue velvet box. And he was like, hey, I have something for you. He handed it to me. And it was a necklace with the letter E and, like, fake diamonds on it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love. I'm 10 years old and I'm going to marry this man. Okay. First of all, sixth grade is like 12. So give me at least some credit. Okay. 12 years old. Second of all, I still remember buying that necklace with my mother. At Kohl's. Yep. At Kohl's. It was $12. Um, So amazing. So romantic. Yeah. I I don't know if I have words for that one. That's uh, you're welcome. This honestly, well, this is, this is, there's still more to this story because like I said, it was the last week of school. So like the last day of school, right? Sixth grade, you know, you leave and you go to middle school. So the last day of school, Jessica Mendocino had a huge blowout bash at her house. Oh no. You're going to take my memory, but I got to go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say like this. So the huge blowout bash, you know, Mm -hmm. Luke Mm -hmm. and I had talked about this after the Mm -hmm. necklace was given to me that like we wanted to have our first kiss. So here we are in the woods behind Jessica Mendocino's house. So scandalous. And we have our first kiss. And I'm convinced that Luke knew how to play the game back in sixth grade. He bought me a necklace just so mm-hmm. he could get some booty. And it worked out for him. It was perfect. I mean, $12 for a little something, that's easy. And I'm, <laughs> my mom probably bought it too. Like She probably did. So yeah, that's great. Um, like, shout out Teresa for that one. Honestly. Shout out, honestly, yes. Give give my mother credit, looking out for me, helping me get my first kiss. It's just, yeah. Shout out, but that's my shout favorite. Out to her. 
Luke's mother bought his first kiss. Yes. <laughs> Spread it. Everyone tell That's everyone. Correct. I would like Lisa to say. Started, she started young pimping you off. Yes. Yes, she did. She, so my, I'll, I'll give another one, but my, um, my favorite memory was going to be the fact that the second kiss was the same night, but we decided to do it in the bouncy house. Yeah. We were bouncing and kissing. Mm-hmm. How did so, that work? I have a lot of questions. Maggie, when you're this good at getting the ladies. <laughs> all right. Like, you, like, like, did you decide you wanted to do it in the bounce house? Like, no. Or was I, it just like a situation? Like spur of the moment kind of thing. No, I, I swear it was truth or dare. And I was obviously like, dare, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a little fatty. So, I honestly, it like it's great that you it. brought it up. It, but I didn't remember who had who would possibly have a blow up at their house. Yeah, like, Jessica Mendocino does. She got it. Bangers. Obviously. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right, Luke. Let's hear your favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll give uh, I'll give my second one. This is also sixth grade. Aaron and Luke. Oh, no. Um. So I broke my arm. Um, falling off a go kart. Right. So I come to school. I got a cast on and everything. And at this point, me and Aaron are obviously dating. <laughs> And so Aaron is talking to me. She feels bad. Obviously, we wouldn't talk in person. This is over AIM, scoring <laughs> to zone 44 and Flaherty Girl 11, just messaging each other up. And so I didn't know that this was happening. So I get a, a door or my doorbell rings. And I forget who answers the door, but it's Aaron with like a whole plate of brownies for me like so nice we don't talk but she'll come over and she'll make me brownies for my broken arm and i remember taking the brownies putting them on my counter and not saying a word to aaron still i think i just let my dad talk to aaron and i was just like what do you what do you want from me like i didn't ask you to make me these brownies um i appreciate it but like you're coming to my house and embarrassing me in front and of my parents. Right now I got to speak to you. And message Darren said, thank you for the brownies. Yes, absolutely. And then when she left and got back home, I'm sure scoring to zone 44, got right on the AIM and, and messaged her. But it was such a sweet thing for Aaron to do. And I just couldn't have cared less at that point. Um, I was so, I was so embarrassed. I think, I, I think like that was probably what set, set Aaron over the edge. Like, I don't think she's ever done anything nice for probably <laughs> honestly. Honestly, never heard anything nicer. No, you're not wrong. I would like to apologize to all of you and, and everyone that's come in, <laughs> in contact with Aaron for her just being the worst now because it was 100% me in sixth grade. Dude, I will. I, I, I remember getting back on I am and being like, Luke. I just made you brownies and you didn't even talk to me. Like They were good what? brownies too. Like I'll give you credit. I do remember how good they were. So that's your favorite memory is when you just got something out of me and you didn't have well, to talk to me. Well, it shows it shows it shows this kind of what kind of relationship we have that right. I am just superior. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, my least favorite memory. I'm glad You took my is- favorite memory cuz my favorite memory was going to be just bouncing in the bounce house and getting some lip action. <laughs> Doing a little pack in the in yeah. the bounce house. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, who? How can that not be someone's favorite memory? That's what I'm saying. Like, it was so romantic. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Well, my least favorite memory. I'm actually really excited to talk about this because I don't think the sisters know about this. 
And when I say the time period, Luke, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. So we're now going to fast forward to my freshman year of college at the University of Dayton. Good Lord. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) The blackout year. Ah, so yeah, for all of you that didn't know, I did go to the University of Dayton my freshman year and they do a wild St. Patrick's Day. Like it's renowned. It is a huge deal. So Luke and our really good friend, Allie Neary. Um, we're going to come visit me and Luke was going to stay with my ex-boyfriend at the time. And, and Allie was going to stay with me. So, you know, guys stay with guys, girls stay with girls. We're living in dorms. That's how it goes. So I don't remember what, or let me just preface this by saying I was still trying to get back together with my ex-boyfriend at this time. And like Luke was friends with him. So my manipulative 18 year old mind was like, this is perfect because we're forced to hang out with each other maybe we can get back together. You know, maybe we can rekindle the flames. Okay. So, (laughs) uh, I get invited to the Dayton hockey formal and I end up getting Allie a date as well. And we start drinking at like, I don't know, three o'clock, like the pregame's early, the formal's at like six. So, you know, we've been drinking for a while. Uh, I proceeded to blackout heavily and when we got back from the formal I start running towards my ex-boyfriend's dorm room okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. running okay I'm in a dress you know I'm like dressed up nicely I'm probably I'm falling everywhere because I'm like so like just just disgustingly drunk not a good drunk and I finally like I don't know how I got into the dorm but I get to his dorm room where they're all a lot of people are inside pre-gaming like maybe 15 people. Okay. And I come in like a bat out of hell and I am just like screaming, like, I need to talk to this. Okay. Like crazy. Okay. All right. And so everyone leaves the room. And I remember like Luke looked at me and was like, you need to get your shit together, Aaron. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to get together. And I'm yelling at Luke. I'm like, get the fuck out of the room. Like going nuts. I don't know how it happened, but I end up just like ripping my dress off and I'm just flopping naked on the floor. Butt ass naked. So pissed drunk. Just like disgustingly drunk, like like yelling. And Luke is just like, oh my fucking God. (laughs) I think you wrapped me up in a towel, you know? Listen, what I wasn't prepared for that night was to deal with a butt ass naked drunk Aaron. And <laughs> nothing can prepare you for that. Nothing. At any point. And so, yeah. Any type of anything, cloth, I don't even care. And let's just like somebody sedate her or something and knock her out <laughs> because this is, it was, she was just, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know how to describe it. So, like, Luke is like, I never want to come back to Dayton. I will burn this campus to the ground. Well, I just, I like remember coming to it in like bits and pieces. And I do remember like screaming at Luke being like, I fucking hate you. Like get out of my way. Like Luke is just trying to be helpful. Like clearly I'm not in the right mindset and clearly I'm being a fucking psycho. And I'm butt ass naked flopping around on the ground. You know, like what, what's going on? And so I just remember waking up the next morning and I was like, 
you know, obviously sad. I'm like, I can never talk to my ex-boyfriend again, obviously, you know, like dang. But I'm also like, I just ruined my friendship with Luke. Like I am so embarrassed. Like what came over me? But then we met up that morning because you and Allie were leaving that day or something. And I just remember mm-hmm. Luke, like he like, he had to meet me halfway. Cause obviously I couldn't go back to that dorm room. And Luke was just like, yeah, I don't think you can ever talk to him again. And like, I love you, but you were a piece of shit last night. <laughs> and That's I was like, fair enough. like, you can't even argue with that. You're like, Damn. I just like, so what I remember from that is, um, so we were, it was, I remember cause it was, it's St. Patrick's day, but it's also the NCAA tournament, like March madness. And so I'm with, like there was a bunch of people that were from Rochester that we knew that that were at Dayton. So I'm in um, your ex-boyfriends and with all those people and we're watching the games and everything. And so like I didn't know, I guess like I walked back in and I forget whose room it was or it was it was your ex-boyfriend. I don't know who was it might have been um, whoever was next door where we were in. So I walk in. And I'm just walking in just probably to grab another beer or anything. And it's just, you walk in to get another beer and think you're walking back out. And next thing you know, Allie's trying to corral the most psycho woman (laughs) of all time. And next thing you know, three minutes later, all of a sudden I'm in charge of Aaron, no clothes, (laughs) batshit crazy, screaming. And I'm like, how did I go from five <laughs> minutes ago getting drunk watching the March Madness to there's a drunk woman on the floor that I now have to like try to get out of this room and like Aaron has a different type of psycho where I would never fight Aaron because <laughs> Aaron will kill me Aaron yes. will kill anyone and yeah. so I know when she's like that like <laughs> I'm trying to be like nice and calming and like I can't actually try to fight her because if she tries to fight me I'm I'm probably in Dayton for a little while at the hospital yeah like I don't I'm not going back to Bowling Green in one piece (laughs) Um, you will come back (laughs) testicleless yeah that's honestly if I came back testicleless that's probably a win for me that I'm just alive in any piece yeah true yeah I remember that I remember oh I remember that clearly that what a what a weekend it was a i mean before that great weekend st patty's day at, at dayton if you ever have the chance go but i think i gotta go sure back Aaron's to redeem there. myself Aaron, you yeah. are literally never allowed back on that campus no yeah. that campus is no that campus is banned for Aaron. That one, i can't drop, like psycho Aaron. like she'll just have to come out especially yeah. on st patrick's day like i, I it, it, yeah. Listen, I think that crazy psycho Aaron is laid to rest after that episode because that hurt my soul in ways I, that I genuinely like came back and um we were me and Allie took a freaking Greyhound bus to get there. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Allie, I think something's wrong with her. Genuinely, like, I was not like, okay. genuinely like I was legitimately like somebody like she's not okay. Like somebody needs, needs to, to go have him. a conversation with that woman. Um. So, yeah, that was what a, I mean, what a night. What a time yeah. we it took Aaron. It took probably two or three hours to get you out of that room. No, yeah, joke. like I was I stood my ground. I was firm. You know, no one's moving yes. me at that point. And then you also have like you're also like as much as I'm trying to grab you. And like 
push you, push you out. You're also, let's not forget, still naked. So right. at the same time, I'm not trying to touch you. You're like, so to, it's yes. the in between of me trying to pick up Aaron and throw her out of the room while she's also naked. And I don't want to pick Aaron. Yeah, it was a tough so, time, you know? Yeah, it was. I mean, listen, you know, whatever we came whatever. out, we came out stronger friends because of it. You know what I we mean? Did. Like you saw me at my absolute worst and you still decide to like, love me and be my friend. Yeah. So honestly, yeah, it's a bad memory, but we came out on the other side. We did. So honestly, mine is- probably, probably a good memory for Luke though. <laughs> Not really, but like, no, 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 but good clarity. Like, thank God I lost this bitch in middle school. That's true. 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 That's true. That true. Is true. My God on the Greyhound bus back. Just like I dodged a bullet. Have you never heard that story before? No, I have oh never heard that story. And it honestly I, explains so much. Yeah, I can't even. Oh, my God. I, I, I love that we just couldn't say his name. We just had. To no, I know. Him. And I was I, I caught myself like three or four times. I was like, yeah, yeah, your ex-boyfriend, right? <laughs> that was a good one. Friends, have you ever heard that story? Yeah, I did. You actually, I think you were telling us at Schooners. Like, I, I, this was like very, very recent that I heard. What that. the fuck? Where was I? I definitely didn't hear that story. I don't remember, but I remember hearing it. Like, the like I would remember if I heard butt ass naked Aaron's story. Like, no, I did. I did, and I remember I was inebriated. So, like, oh yeah, yeah. So, there's yeah. too many butt ass naked Aaron stories, you know. Then <laughs> <laughs> there just shouldn't be that many. No, they're really. I'm trying to be on my best behavior now. Okay, Luke, I want to hear your least favorite memory of me. All I'm right. Excited. All right. Um, we're good? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so mine is the summer of eighth grade going into ninth. So me and Aaron are now broken up. We're, we're in one of our off stages. This is probably the last off stage, actually. And so Aaron, I'm like, right now, I don't know if I'm going to McQuade or Aquinas and Aaron is like every day, like you better go to McQuaid, like you better not come to Aquinas, right? So I go to Aquinas and I would like to read a Facebook message that Aaron sent me um, the day I told her that I was going to Aquinas. It's a long one, so just bear with me here. She says, from this point on, I'm done with you. I'm done with your fucking drama. I'm done with your games and your lies. Don't ever even think about mentioning my name to anyone because I will fucking destroy your reputation. And you want to know why I'm done with you? Because you're a man whore. You talk shit about people. You think everyone loves you. But guess what, Luke? Most people hate your fucking guts. I'm so mad you're going to Aquinas because seriously, I never, ever, ever want to see you ever again. So from this point on, I don't know who you are and I don't want to know who you are. So keep my name out of your mouth or else you can kiss your reputation goodbye, just like you did to me this year. See ya. But it wasn't see ya. (laughs) You made my life a living hell this year. It was a struggle for me just to go to school in the morning because of you. Trust me that this is not going to happen at AQ because I've changed. I won't let anyone hurt me like you've hurt me. So don't (laughs) even try. (laughs) But hurt Luke at that point because Luke at this point is still probably trying to date Aaron, and I got an absolute essay, absolute, absolute essay about like, how if I ever look at her, like I might as well just transfer out of the state. 
she really said, you know why? Because you're a man whore. <laughs> she a said man the man whore, whore part. The Not man the whore man part. Whore. Whore. Yeah. <laughs> our, like, looking back, and I still have, like, all our Facebook messages. Looking back at them, they are so bipolar because one time it's, like, talking about making out on the bus. And then the other time mm-hmm. it's, like, I'll literally kill you and your family if you look in my direction. It's so funny because next, it was, like, that was on July 17th, I think, when I looked. And August 8th. Aaron literally started the Facebook message with, I miss you with a sad face. (laughs) Aaron, you're one toxic motherfucker. That's all I can say. So if that doesn't describe it, I don't know what does. But that, let me tell you something. I remember reading that message and I, you never seen a man so butthurt in their life. I thought it was over for my entire life. I would never find love again. And like also your reputa- reputation. Is well, just- my reputation is oh, just right. gone. Not only did I lose who um, my soulmate at this point in eighth grade, but my reputation's just done. And at that point, it, move out of the country. Um, it's not even safe just to go to Canada, get to <laughs> get to Europe, get somewhere somewhere far away. And Erin worked on herself. Okay, she's different. She's I'm not gonna let you hurt her. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Two days she needed to work on herself and better herself. Well, yeah. I mean, give her credit. It might have been like three or four, but. (laughs) She listened to Miss Moving On by Fifth Harmony and said, fuck you, Luke. (laughs) I'm over it. (laughs) I just, I just was scrolling through our messages and this is the one I stopped on. Luke, I won't talk about you. And okay. But Aaron, this is why I'm so mad. We could have been everything. I Mm -hmm. loved you and I knew you and I know you did too. And you Mm -hmm. just threw it all away. Mm-hmm. she threw it all away threw it all away she threw it all away think about what me and Aaron could have been in high school it just would have been it would have been everything I just I just can't like it is just so funny those the the best ones are I wish I had my email now is deleted because obviously I didn't look because I was trying to the emails that we used to send Oh, I we're probably, worse. Yeah, we're worse than the we're worse than the Facebook messages. I would like send pictures to Luke, like of outfits that I took on my pink disposable camera, but mm-hmm. I would email them to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's hot. And that's Luke hot. would be like, I'd uh, he'd be like, oh, that's yeah, that's a good outfit. <laughs> it would literally be like her in a shirt and shorts. Yeah, he'd be like, that's hot. <laughs> Yeah, and then we have like the flash on, and she'd be doing like the yep. rock face. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Luke was Maggie. so yes. his ween got so hard for that. Oh. <laughs> this is also when Erin used to wear orange foundation and draw her <laughs> eyeliner on. She'd draw her eyeliner on with a sharpie. <laughs> yeah, whatever. A fine tip sharpie, and Luke is like, "Yo, you look bad." Yeah, Luke was like, "This is the baddest <laughs> bitch I've ever seen." We could have been everything, Aaron. We could have. I was in. I was just so in love with uh, with everything that was going on. Like, I don't blame you. (laughs) Luke's like, I want to take you to freaking justice and give you a whole new world. (laughs) I want to be your sugar daddy. No, now this time at this point in eighth grade, I was just I was ready to take her to Coles, buy whatever you want on me. Coles, Coles, perfect. You're such a romantic. I know. I know. I know. Okay. I want to hear, okay, enough about Luke and Aaron. I want to hear Luke's um, craziest memory of the Flaherty family. So mine, this is, this is one of my favorite memories ever. I know you guys talked about it previously, 
um, when we, the first time that I went up to Clemson with like your whole family and Bridget decided to bring like 13 of her friends. Um, and I slept with Allie, not like that. Me and <laughs> It'd be difficult like that. Cause you were on an air mattress. Yes. We were in the middle of a kitchen. We were legitimately next to a stove in the kitchen <laughs> on a pullout or on an air mattress with Bridget's five friends also sleeping <laughs> night it's like what is the kit Aaron your kitchen went just to like your living room right yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah so there's someone else on the other side of the kitchen and then there's like five people in the living room on like two couches and then there's three more people in the basement and there's Aaron sleeping with like four people in her room upstairs she's got a dog at this point um <laughs> It was the best weekend though. We went when we tailgated. What did we get there at like eleven? And we we I think we were out until like one thirty, um, and it was just. I mean, at that point, Luke didn't have that kind of drinking in him, but for that day, he did. Um, and it was just oh my god, it was the best. It was the best. We we were there the whole time. We were right next to the stadium. Um, I just remember the next day, I drank so much and I had so much of the fried chicken from whoever we stole it from because we told them that we were like i don't even know who we were supporting what government thing we were supporting oh my god i remember that we got his full thing of fried fried chicken and like me with no gallbladder i'm not allowed to have alcohol or fried chicken and i am just pounding alcohol and maybe 20 25 pieces of fried chicken and i remember the next morning i mean me and ali got five minutes down the road before I had to tell her to pull over because I had to just absolutely just, we both, we know what I had to do. We know what you we had all to do. Know. Yeah. And, uh, but it was, oh my God, that was, that was the absolute best weekend. Okay. I need to, I need to comment on this because so you were, you had a full ass girlfriend at this point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who didn't come that weekend. She and didn't. She knew about Allie. Like you, well, she was, yeah, she was best. She's best friends with Allie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the the next time we were like all home for for like Christmas or whatever, and like all the sisters are over at um, Dylan and Luke's house, and Luke's ex girlfriend is there. They were dating at the time, and we're like recapping on that Clemson weekend, and I blurt out, "I'm like, I, I don't even know how." but I literally blur out that like Luke and Allie like slept together on the air address. And I knew immediately as it came out of my mouth because I'll I never, that, I'll I never forget that moment. Luke's face go pale and Gina's head just like snap over and look at Luke with mm-hmm. pure detest and like hatred. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, my bad. I remember Luke, like, yelling at you later on that night. and be like, why the fuck would you say that, Bridget? (laughs) (laughs) The best part was Bridget definitely didn't even know that she was saying, like, anything. She was just talking. And I just remember they coming out of her mouth, and I just turned to the side where Gina was, and I just saw Gina's face, and I was like, I'm not going to have a fun night. No. It was so also because it was just like I was sleeping in the same room as you and there were literally 10 people. Oh, there were like, I mean, there were 17 people. Yeah. So like the situation was just not sketchy. It's not. And me and Allie, obviously me and Allie have been like best friends since ninth grade. And that's 
disgusting in every way. <laughs> yes, I I definitely ruined your night. That night. yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Thank you, Bridget. Yeah, and that probably will... the next day. Like it was yeah. definitely not just the night. Bridget's right. actually the reason they broke up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The next day, she was just like, "Nope, I'm done with you." Yeah. It's over. I'm sick of shit. Oh my god! No, I remembered my favorite uh, memory of Luke. Can I please tell it? Tell yeah. Because it. it also has to do with when you lived in that house with your now ex girlfriend. Oh no. <laughs> okay. So this is actually two years ago. Yeah. Actually, like right around two years when Dylan and Hannah were still living there. And we, it was like the first time I had brought uh, like Ryan, (laughs) my boyfriend home to meet my like family and whatever and stay the week, like in my hometown. And his like last night, um, he's he like likes watching the UFC fight so Dylan I like reached out to Dylan he was like yeah we're gonna have people over like come on over (laughs) so I like begin to I like I proceed to tell Ryan I'm like okay you're gonna meet Luke um and I like explain who Luke is and I was like and also you're gonna meet his girlfriend Gina now don't be alarmed like they, it's gonna seem like he like absolutely hates her, but like (laughs) (laughs) just go with it like don't be alarmed So we just like get spots on the couch and like we sit there for like probably three hours of the night and we just and Gina come in and out and he's like yelling at her. He's like and and talk he's just like being so mean and he's like this girl just like she has one white claw and she's like, she has no idea how to act. And she's standing right <laughs> next to him. And she's like, Luke, do you want me to get you something being so nice? And Luke is like, can you just get the fuck away from me? <laughs> Shut up. Luke, like Ryan is literally like, I don't even think he paid attention to the fights. I think we literally just spent three hours watching Luke and Gina because Gina was like drunk and like Luke was just like not having it with her. She's like, He's, he's literally like, I just can't. I can't deal with it. I can't do it. I'm done with her. I'm like, you literally live with her. Like, and she's also standing right there. Like, she can hear everything you're saying. And he's like, I don't care. Listen, <laughs> drama I'm not gonna say anything about anyone's back. No, you're the realist. Yeah. I'll just say it to your face. Yeah. Luke has no filter. That is the one thing. Like, he. We did. I still remember that because I do remember. Cause it would be one white claw and it I mean, we would, it would get, uh, she would be hammered. And it was so funny. I do remember that. Cause I just remember like you and Ryan just laughing at me the whole time. And I was like, <laughs> and you're just like, you're being so mean. And I was like, no, I'm not like, she's everything's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and Ryan We're literally left that night and was like, so like, why are they dating? And I was like, um, I don't really know how to explain Luke. He just, I think for the time I've known him, which has been since I was like four years old, I think I've seen him nine months. <laughs> I mean, listen, in fairness, it had nothing to do with Gina. I was that mean to Aaron too. Yeah. yeah. No, Gina, I have no, I have no bad will. Gina's great. And so is Aaron, but like. You're just I a mean know. motherfucker. You know, how do you keep him around? Right. You can be mean to them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I needed to tell that because that that was by far my favorite memory of. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. I really, I like that one. <laughs> I I do. I remember um, 
God, what a time when Dylan and Hannah lived with me. Ask Hannah. I've never been nice to Hannah either. Why would I be nice to Hannah? Because you should be. Hannah's amazing. Hannah is listen. the best person to walk this earth. She's I know Hannah's going to listen to this. Hannah, screw you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got to say to Hannah. Hannah, yeah. I will fucking kill him in his sleep. <laughs> and she could do it. She would do it too. She would. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> She will send him the nastiest messages on Facebook right now, Hannah. Yeah, like, does he also forget that I do work for, like, the U.S. Army? You know, I have a whole team behind me. Whatever. You, yeah. You're in Texas. I'm not concerned. Okay, well. Um, okay, so, Luke, we do have some speed questions for you. I'm yes, so excited. And, like, I... you just have to, like, we're going to, like, pop them off. And you just you can't think about it. Okay, don't be dramatic. Just answer them as quick as possible. You got it. Okay. Um, Maggie, do you want to start yours? I feel like I have to f- follow you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I-, I can start then. Okay. Are you ready, Luke? I'm ready. Okay. First question. Do you feel as though you idolize Dylan? Absolutely. How did Peter hack into your AIM? Oh, mm. you know what? I think I had to give him my passwords when I was younger. That's mad sketchy. Okay. What was your AIM username? Scoring to zone 44. Why did you cheat on Aaron in eighth grade? Shut up. <laughs> the people want to know. I didn't cheat on anybody. I told two women at the same time that I liked them both. <laughs> That's, That's cheating. cheating. It's, just, it's just me keeping my options open, Aaron. No offense to you. Since junior year of high school, how much time have you actually spent a single Luke? Oh, my God. Since junior year of high school? Yes. Probably two years. Do you guys see, like, these aren't speed round questions because Luke takes his damn time? Well, I got to think about it for a He's second. He's got to process it. Come yeah. on. Okay, so, yeah. So, Peter, his dad, did get into our IM user, or, like, our IM messages. And there was a point in time, like, back when I was in, like, seventh grade where I thought I was talking to Luke, but I was actually talking to his dad. That's electric. And his dad was also our DARE officer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, like, we would refer to him as Officer Pete, and he would teach us how to not use and abuse drugs. Which he didn't do a great job of, did he? Aaron? No. I mean, he at Luke's family party for <laughs> Christmas this year, his little brother, Drew, <laughs> he goes up to Luke. He went up to Was it Drew? Yeah. Yeah, it was Drew. Yeah, Drew went up to um, their dad and goes, hey, how does it feel that all the kids you taught dare to now do drugs? <laughs> And Peter was just like, he did not know how to God, answer. I'm just trying to make this damn pasta and feed all these motherfuckers. I know. Man's putting on a whole Christmas party for everyone. And his 12-year-old son is just coming and ripping him. Ripping on him. But yeah, so I was um, I was IMing his dad at one point. Um, so that was a low point in my life. Uh, obviously, you idolize Dylan. You know, who doesn't? You know, we don't have to tell him that. But the man's great. Um, Luke did cheat on me in eighth grade and I'll never forgive him for it. We bring it up, up. all the time. My entire family <laughs> knows about it. They all, they all joke. And honestly, I respect him for it. Like I would have cheated. on. Thank him you. It's still That's not true. cheating. You're just, we're on a Washington DC trip. Let's see how many girls I can get to like me. Like whatever. <laughs> That's the point, you know? Yeah. Don't hate the what player, else? hate the game. What else are we going on an eighth grade trip to Washington DC for? That's very true. It was, a, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we refer to, yeah, like single Luke is a, he's infamous. Um, he, what you were single Luke for nine months. 
when last time yeah like the last time you were single no it was probably about a year okay so in total since junior year of high school you've probably been single for like 18 months yeah probably yep the man just loves relationships but when he was single luke he was a menace to society menace i'm just out there loved it (laughs) (laughs) i'm just listen at that point you know yeah who's I'm just vibing. There's no rule. What do you want me to say? You yeah, know, there's you were responsible for yourself and yourself only. I think That's, that brings yeah. it into my questions because yes. it kind of it starts with how would you describe single Luke? Vibing. Vibing. Love just it. Vibing. And why do you love being in relationships? That's a great question, Maggie. Um, I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> okay. And would you ever date someone taller than you? No. No. <laughs> And do you miss your gallbladder? I do. Oh, my God. I miss it so much. <laughs> I would give anything to get that gallbladder back. Luke, I would give you my gallbladder. If I, I would really appreciate that, I would to it. be honest with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need that back. Okay, this moves on to me. <laughs> and I have a lot of them, Luke, because I came up with all these. <laughs> Good. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, what's the worst part about not having a gallbladder? Um, wow, that whew, I know this is a speed round, but there's just so much. Um, probably the GERD that I've had, the GERD, the acid reflux. Yeah, <laughs> I can get you some medication if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever date an extrovert? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. Actually, probably not after Aaron. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I scarred him. Okay, if you were forced to do one form of cardio every day, what would you choose? Um, none. <laughs> Die. <laughs> you have to choose. <laughs> Die. Um, I have to do one thing of cardio? Yeah. No. Every day. <laughs> You have to pick, Luke. All right. Um, I guess I'll take a nice walk. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you still identify as a Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I would call myself not a practicing Catholic, but a Catholic. Okay. Okay. Would you classify yourself as a pervert since you like to touch girls' butts in middle school? <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? That I meant, um, it was that story. It was between that and Aaron's message on Facebook um, for the worst story that I've had with Aaron. We can we can talk about that story after I'm, these questions. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have yeah. so people don't think I'm a pervert. I'm gonna have to tell that story. <laughs> How would you describe your perfect boyfriend? My perfect boyfriend, mm-hmm. probably Dylan. I like knew you. Were I would say pick Dylan. That. Yeah, I would probably say Dylan. One hundred percent. Okay. If Peyton Manning wanted to marry you, would you? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Are there are there any one of Dylan or Aaron's friends that you don't like? Um, Hannah. <laughs> That's fucked up. That is fucked up. Okay. If you had to choose one artist to listen to for the rest of your life between Chris Brown, Omarion, Jeremiah, mm. Tory Lanez, mm. Ray J, and Jason Dur- 
who would you choose? I mean, it's got to be Chris Brown. Duh. The choice. man does it all. Did you hear his new album that came out? It's great. <laughs> okay. Came Last- out on the tournament day. It was electric. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Last but not least, and you have to be honest. Okay. You, you and Aaron will end up getting married. Do I think me and Aaron will end up getting married? Yes. I Let me tell you something. If that happens, I pray for my soul. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm going to, let me tell you something. I'm going to need God if that happens. <laughs> you you can like as a Catholic if that happens. <laughs> I'm going to need church like every single day. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Could I you imagine bad. just like the chaos? Like no. that would go no. on in your everyday lives. No, you would get divorced every other day. Every other day. I just I don't know how I would do it. I don't <laughs> I like it's giving me full on an anxiety attack just thinking about it. Would you allow Shaughnessy and I to be the ministers at your wedding though? That's a big question. Yes. Okay. Could you I can be- do that without Aaron there. Okay, cool. Okay. As long as I can perform a break dance, um, <laughs> I'll be there. Too supposed to be. It has to be to that. Supposed to be. Obviously. Obviously. So I would just. I'm, I'm taking it. There's. There's no more after this. Yeah. No. Because I'm gonna end with. Uh, I'm gonna end with this story, so people don't think I'm a pervert. Um. <laughs> in so we were on one of our off stages in eighth grade, and Aaron thought it would be funny to tell the principal of our school that I was touching women. Um. Mm. so I get called down to the principal's office and he like sits me down how is everything I'm like good why am I here and he's like we've heard some um some things that you've been touching girls and I was like what and I was like who would just go to the principal and be like hey you see Luke over there yeah he's touching girls like what who in their right mind would do that right and so we talked more and I was like, listen, I don't know what you're talking about. He was like, okay, like if I hear anything more about it, you know, you'll probably get suspended, but I'm just going to trust you for right now. And I was like, okay, like, thank you. I appreciate it. And so for, I was, I can't even tell you how butthurt I was about that. Like I was nervous. I was like, I'm going to get suspended. I have to go tell, tell my parents. Right. I had a conversation with my parents that night. Like I might get suspended, but like, I'm not doing anything. Like I promise. And the whole time I'm just like, who would ever like who I don't even know who would say anything. And so until my freshman year of college, I didn't know who it was. And Aaron finally admitted it because she was mad at me for the Washington, D.C. trip <laughs> where I told another girl that I liked her. Imagine being the principal in that situation and having to sit looped down being like, listen, I've heard you've been touching girls. It's just a wild conversation to have with an wild. eighth grader. Wild. And little does he know, it's all because I told Royal on that boat in Washington, <laughs> D.C. that I also liked her at the same time that I liked Aaron. And, and next you- thing you know, you're going to get caught with a suspension for it. You know, and yeah. if that doesn't describe an early stage of Aaron's psychoticness, I don't know what no. would. But you also didn't find that out right until like our until like your senior year of high school. Yeah, yeah, no, I had no idea. Freshman year of college. Yeah, freshman year of college. I literally had I had no idea who who told on me for doing I for 
obviously cheating on Aaron, I guess. But um, yeah, no, I had no idea. I couldn't, I debated it for like a week after that. Like who, like who is mad at me enough? But at that point, see, probably 24 hours later, me and Aaron, honestly, that's false. By the time the principal talked to me, when Aaron would have talked to him the day before, me and Aaron were probably back dating. So I would have never expected Aaron. And it was a brilliant plan by her. And I'll give her all the credit in the world for it. So I also want to chime in here because I got the idea. So I, the, the how I told the principal is the best part is because I wrote an anonymous letter. Oh, my God. And I, I got this idea from Jersey Shore. The and I distinctly remember putting in the letter that Luke Scorzone is inappropriately touching girls' butts. <laughs> And Luke got called to the principal's office while me, Luke, and Mary Doyle were all sitting in religion class together mm-hmm. in room mm-hmm. 101 with Mrs. Finn. And he got called down to the principal. And when he came back, we all were like, oh, my God, what happened? And you know, I was like, oh, my God, Luke, what happened? Mm-hmm. And you knew damn well what was going on. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I hope this motherfucker got suspended. And he's just like. Yeah. Oh my God. But and and I was like, no way. Oh my goodness. And no one knew except for Mariah. And then I did finally tell Luke. I took. I was like, I'm gonna take this to my grave. Honestly, Mariah's shady for that. I, right? She helped me write the letter. Wow. Damn. And and snakes then, in the grass. Then yeah, I finally. I think we were like. I swear we we had to like had been drinking or something, and I was like, Luke, I have to admit something to you. And you got so flustered it's just like the person that i would never expect no but you have to be the first person you expect yeah but at that point i'm too stupid and probably in love again obviously right to think that it was you and it was i mean to be honest i give you credit because it was a brilliant plan duh i'm a genius (laughs) i still have not eaten dinner yet well you were munching on some carrots earlier i know Okay. All right. All right. Are we ready? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this episode up because we have been recording for a long time. We have been. This is it's long. the Luke. It's the Luke episode. We have lots of. Listen, memories. I know I I know I like to talk, so <laughs> I figured it was gonna be a long. And I love hearing your voice, Luke. So thank you, you Maggie. Talking. I appreciate that, Maggie. I'd also like to say one more thing. Um, I've actually I've got a couple of things that I'd like to do before. First of all, I'd like to talk to Maggie about her new Rochester boy. Mm. Um. Your roommate. My roommate, correct. My roommate. I wasn't going to give a hint, but that's fine. No name dropping. No name dropping. He's just my roommate. Um, I'm just so excited for it, you know? Me too. And, uh, I'm just excited. I'm just excited that he's... Can we call him the little cameraman? <laughs> yes. Good God. LCM. Little cameraman. Luke, you better be giving him cuddles while <laughs> I'm not there. We did just watch. We did just watch an episode of The Boys together. That's we did. Amazing. Yeah, we did. So he's currently downstairs as I'm as I'm recording this in my room. Does he want to make? I a asked him if he was going to make a celeb appearance, and he was like, "I can't take take Luke's night away from him." No, that's listen, fair. Listen, no, he'll have his he'll have his time. That's true. Um, the second thing I want to do is told i have a give a shout out to molly burke so this is this is my shout out to molly burke. honestly shout out molly we should have started with that great yeah. motherfucking lady but you know what keeps the people interested now she's got to listen to the whole thing luke True. also dated her in middle school as well I did. so yeah yeah i mean you're welcome to both of you 
All right, that's good. Now I'm now I'm ready for for what is it? My pit and my peach. Yeah. Yeah. Peak. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Peak. Peak. Sorry. Wait, I think I think it's because Molly calls it her peach. <laughs> so that's another shout out to Molly. That's another shout out to Molly. Um, she can confirm or deny this. Nobody will ever know if I'm right. It might just be a good excuse for why I said peach. Um, my my pit is. So we had a, a family party on Saturday and speaking of my 12 year old brother, uh, I'm sitting there and we're playing wiffle ball and I keep striking him out obviously. So I'm talking shit. Um, and so I go, Drew, like I have to move on with my life. Like I'm going to give you a slow one so you can finally hit it. Right. And I give him a slow one and he rockets one and it hits me square in the eye oh. um, <laughs> down. There's like a huge, well, I've got, bruises under my eye i've got people making fun of me for the rest of the night um, looks down bad so you know what and the thing is is so the real pit is that you don't ever take it easy on your younger siblings the fault wasn't that i was talking shit it's that i started taking it easy on them <laughs> i could have easily just kept throwing fastballs and talking shit and nothing would have ever happened and so lesson learned right there um my peak there wasn't much here. I also, another pit is I had a viral infection all week. I was in bed for seven straight days. Um, so uh, I just feel like that's dramatic. Yeah. Well, listen, like he doesn't it, have a gallbladder, so it's hitting him harder than both. Right. That is true. Thank you. I appreciate that. One less organ, you know, I, just the life that I have to deal with. Yeah. Um, my peak, probably, I would say yesterday. Um, I got to babysit my girlfriend's nephew. He's just the cutest. So that, that, I mean, that was the one thing that I got out of the house to do. So, and it's a good thing. He's, he's great. Um, so that, that'll have to be my peak. Okay. That was like, for, I have a couple things to say. Mm-hmm. Number one, I know Luke said that he got hit in the eye and that he has bruises. He definitely does not. He's being dramatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're lucky that I can see out of this eye. Right like, now. that's what he's like. I need to go to the hospital right away. And I was sick. I had to be in bed for seven days. He felt fine. Mm-hmm. He felt damn Listen, fine. He could have okay. went to work. The, the bruises under my eye could have been an exaggeration. It the viral infection was not an exaggeration. So it was tough. And okay. speaking of Hannah again, like, I'm trying to text Hannah. calling it a viral trying, infection? Um, this is what the doctor called it. Okay. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to me and Dylan's doctor. We have the same doctor as well. What the fuck? I'm guessing Dylan went to the doctor first, and you. No, called. I went to the doctor first, and then I referred Dylan to him. Thank that you makes very sense because Dylan is, you know, not the smartest. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, first of all, Dylan, you're welcome. Honestly, your whole family, you're welcome for your brother's health. Dramatic. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. Well, Luke, this has been truly a night I will never forget. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you could come on this podcast. And also to let everyone know, we have been texting this entire day about like what time we're starting this. It was the absolute worst. It was the, uh, people are yelling. People are talking about murdering people. Aaron, like, you say it, it, people, it was you. It was you. <laughs> no one could agree on a time. It was. This was supposed to happen yesterday at eight o'clock. I, this is why we're saying we are all the kings and queens of chaos, you know, but it, it worked out. And that's yeah. all that matters. Exactly. You're right. 
Luke, You're right. It was just, it was a wonderful time this evening. It was. And and we will definitely have you on again. Maybe we'll have your whole house on because honestly, we that would mm-hmm. be Oh, we can at least have one more person on with me next time, no doubt. Well, and Dan because Well, Dan needs to be on here too. Yes, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like That's we fair. might we might have to have Luke's whole house on the next time we do this. That's fair. That's fair. Little camera boy. Uh-huh. Eric right, so Dan how she stole his shirt. Yeah, exactly. I need it too. All right. Well, we're going to do the Irish goodbye. Peace.